Let's get out to the Progressive Insurance guest line. Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and your car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating cars to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2021 at KeysToProgress.com. And here he is. We always have it, love it having him on on Sunday nights, breaking down the National Basketball Association, the, the great actor, the great speaker, the, the savant and guru knows all things NBA. It's the great Bill Horenda. What's up, Bill? Dave, always great to be with you. And you know what's different about you, Dave? You're magnanimous throughout the year, not just during the holiday season. So, listen, I appreciate that and your audience, the intelligentsia, they get it as well. <laughs> well, the Lakers sitting here at 12-12, and 12, Bill. Uh, they've been bad defensively this year. They haven't had everybody healthy and on the same court for a whole lot of time. Uh, is this the way it's going to be the whole year? Are, are they a 500 team, uh, bad defensively? Uh, are, are they going to make a move maybe at the trade deadline? What happens with this team? You know, Dave, I'm not sure. I, I don't even know if Frank Vogel knows yet. And recently he made the comment that they just haven't had that consistency to really figure out a rotation. Uh, certainly, I wouldn't rule anything out with anyone at the trade deadline, with the with few exceptions. Guys like Durant, Giannis, those guys can buy. The rest of us, we've got to rent. But uh, for sure, uh, with the Lakers, the defensive uh, feckless nature of it has been concerning. And I think we have to take a step back. You know, we're not only you know we're not even a week into December, so. Uh, I have confidence that this group will find it. They're certainly not a title contender at this juncture, but I have a sneaky suspicion uh, that LeBron, LeBron, uh, that LeBron, AD, and Westbrook—they're going to find something here and put it together. Well, I know this is a big if, but if they're healthy at the end of the year, going into the playoffs, they're going to be a dangerous team. No, no question, Dave. And so much of the NBA—we've talked about this—are my three more talented than your three? And they've got that. So that's one thing. Of course, they've got championship pedigree, uh, no guarantees. But I just think that, uh, you know, if Monk comes along, uh, you know, if they have some production from Taylor Horton Tucker, if none gets healthy, if Ariza gets healthy, right, those latter two guys we haven't seen, uh, if Avery Bradley produces and defends, uh, as well as DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard, uh, there's a – core there, but it's just been so stop and start. And we could go through virtually every roster in the league wrought with injuries. I mean, Phoenix, as good as they've been, Dave, right? They've had their core together, but I think it's easy to forget uh, that they've also had guys out, uh, whether it's Nader, uh, Kaminsky, uh, you know, and others uh, that have not been on the floor for them. Uh, Sarich, we've forgotten about him, right, after uh, going down early in the finals last season. It's kind of a state of things in the NBA that you've got to find out who your playing groups are, who can produce, but we know that the postseason is an entirely different animal that doesn't mean you can coast during the regular season but we know of course it's different you know great minds think alike bill horrenda and before the season started we both agreed one team that could jump out and be really really good this year might be might be being overlooked are the chicago bulls and they're 16 and 8 right now and they just went back east and won back-to-back road games against the knicks and the nets uh, well we liked this team before the season and so far uh, they are fulfilling expectations yeah, they really have they, uh, billy donovan's done a terrific job and when you look at the closing ability of Levine and DeRozan, two of the top four fourth 
quarter scorers in the league. And what did they do yesterday at Barclays Center in Brooklyn? They scored 20 of their combined 60 in the final stanza, trailing by three, entering that stanza uh, to win over Durant and the Nets. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, from Vucevic, uh, they were without Devontae Green, uh, you, you know, you just have to like the whole cohesion there. Uh, Kobe White is now out, but this is a team that's eight and six in clutch games, just one and two in games decided by three points or less, Dave. But uh, again, uh, I'm not surprised you're not, and they're a really fun team to watch. What's wrong with the Knicks? I know you being from back uh, from that part of the country, a Bill Herendon following the Knicks your whole life. They had a great year last year, struggling right now. Is it? Uh, and I know um, I know uh, Tibbs has been frustrated with them. Is it? You think maybe you know these coaches and scouts get paid a lot of money? They watched a lot of film on them in the off season and figured them out a little bit. Or what's the problem with them? The problem with the Knicks, it's like Gordy Chiesa, the terrific assistant coach uh, for the Utah Jazz, long term for the late Jerry Sloan. It's not one thing; it's everything right now with the Knicks. It's much bigger than taking Kemba Walker out of the rotation. But you struck a chord, Dave. They're not going to sneak up on anyone. Early on, they start 5-1. and one. They're shooting terrifically from three. That's fool's gold, of course. And, you know, their teams are going to load up on them defensively. And, you know, Randall uh, has been pretty good, and he was really good against the shorthanded Nuggets on Saturday, yesterday, and the Boo Birds came out matinee style as the shorthanded Nuggets beat the Knicks. They're just 5-8 and eight at the Garden. But I think they're riddled with inconsistency within their lineup, particularly offensively. So even some of the additions, like Fournier, terrific offensive player, inconsistent. R.J. Barrett has been out in and out of the lineup, very inconsistent. Uh, you know, and what people don't tend to talk about, that the New York Post is calling them soft, and I, I get that. Uh, and Tibbs is questioning you know, their effort being inconsistent, the defensive letdowns. But even in the front court, Dave, from Robinson to Noel and Gibson, they've been in and out with injuries. So they're heading on the road. They're heading to San Antonio, who had a great win over the Warriors yesterday. No easy task there. But I think maybe the road may be a good place for the Knicks to kind of find it and rekindle that type of energy. It's hard to reproduce that, particularly with a target on your back now. Now, the Bulls and Heat were both penalized by the NBA for tampering. The Bulls with the Alonzo Ball and the Heat for Kyle Lowry in the offseason, I guess before the period they were supposed to talk to them. But they were only penalized second-round draft choices. So is that a harsh enough penalty, Bill? Because if you got a shot at a really, really good player, I'd say to myself, well, that's worth it. If it only cost me a second-round pick, uh, I- I'm going to tamper away. It's a slap on the wrist. Uh, you're, you're right, and uh, it's not a deterrent. And I think it's just impossible to stop the flow of communication uh, with these deadlines that are, uh, you know, that the league is trying to enforce, Dave. I, I don't know how you stop it, uh, but certainly it's just that gray area of trying to legislate it that I think is extremely difficult. And you're right, these teams, uh, you know, look how good DeRozan has been. DeRozan is averaging 26 points per night. Dave, I mean, he's an MVP candidate, and Lowry has been great in Miami. Uh, of course, now they're riddled with injuries with uh, Bam out of bio out and, and Butler out. Bam going to be out a little bit longer, of course. But here, you've got a situation where would you do it again? 
Of course. It's like a traffic violation type scenario. You know what I mean? Did I ever roll through a red light, uh, through a stop sign in Hoboken? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. You know, Neil Olshay gets fired uh, uh, amidst the scandal in Portland, and, and they're looking for a new general manager now, president of basketball operations. And the first name I thought of, Bill, was Danny Ainge, an Oregon native, a former trailblazer, an NBA champion as a player, and as a general manager with the Boston Celtics. Seems like a perfect fit, but from what I read, they, ha- they haven't contacted him yet. Now, who knows? Maybe he wants to say retired. I know he had a minor heart attack last year. Maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore, but I'm surprised they haven't contacted him. Right. And, Dave, I saw that report as well. And I think, you know, we've got to take a pause and take a deep breath because it just seems an uncanny thing that they wouldn't talk to Danny Ainge. So I get it. Uh, and, you know, the, the reporters reporting it are credible. I understand that. But I think that uh, they've got to talk to Danny Ainge, if not now, an hour from now, you know what I'm saying? And this is a, an organization that certainly needs a makeover. Uh, you know, this thing, they're 10-3 and three at home. They're 1-10 on the road. Defensively, guess what? They're last in the league. Offensively, they're top five in rating. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think this experiment is working. And, again, can they pull off a deal to secure Ben Simmons from Philadelphia in exchange for either Lillard or... Or, you know, or McCollum or some combination thereof, uh, because it's just, uh, I don't think this thing is going to work in Portland, but that's a vital piece to put in place before you can talk about really making any moves. How about the Rockets winning five straight? They were 1-16, and and they're ahead at halftime last I checked tonight against the Orleans Pelicans. Uh, how about this Rockets team? Jalen uh, Green playing a lot better as a rookie here. Christian Wood, 20-10 and 10 guy. Uh, looks like uh, they might be on the right track here. Yeah, yeah, it's encouraging, Dave. They're 5-5 five and five at home uh, heading into tonight, and like a lot of young teams, they struggle on the road. They're just 1-11. and 11. But again, what you're basing their progress on is very different, of course, right, than a team that you'd expect uh, to be uh, you know, a playoff contender or a title contender, different scenario. And they're playing at the fastest pace in the league. Uh, so it's encouraging what's going on there. Uh, and I'm sure that what they're doing as a staff is trying to uh, convey to this team, you know, the never too high, never too low mantra uh, that you need to be successful here in the NBA. And Tate has had, of course, some big nights as well uh, for them. Christian Wood is one of the best undrafted guys uh, in the league, averaging a double-double at 16 points and 11 rebounds uh, per night. And uh, for sure, with, with Green, of course, averaging 14, reba- uh, 14 points per game, uh, yeah, you know, you can be optimistic if you're a Houston Rockets fan. This is a great run that they're on. You know, the Pelicans have been playing a little bit better, Bill. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They've got Brandon Ingram back. Valen Sunis has really been good, like a 20-10 and 10 guy this year. And, uh, you know, Devontae Graham's a pretty good player, but they got to get Zion back. But he had a setback the other day trying to come back from the foot injury. They said he was about ready to go, and he said his foot was still hurting him. And I'm beginning to wonder if he's going to play at all this year. It's concerning. Uh, there's no question. Uh, and, you know, like anything else, they're not going to play him until he's right. And, uh, you know, the only thing that can really get the Pelicans going defensively, Davis, if you were coaching them. <laughs> I mean, that has been, you know, a major conundrum uh, for them. Uh, you know, they're one and eight in clutch games. Uh, but you're right. Over their last 10, they're five and five. They've been much better. Uh, and, and, of course, Zion is just you know, a marquee guy, and he's a player you're going to stop on watching league pass, and it's unfortunate that he has not been on the floor, 
but again, I think they're going to do the do the thing that's best uh, for him, not only short term but certainly long term. Uh, and until he's back, it's difficult to gauge where they're at. And you know, as you'd expect, they're a team that's seven and thirteen against the five hundred plus, in addition to the other ignominious uh, numbers that we talked about. Well, the Warriors and Suns both 19-4, and four, Bill, and lighting the league on fire right now. And the Warriors are going to be getting Clay back and James Wiseman back. And, uh, and the Suns uh, continue to roll after making the finals last year. As you, Bill, the genius surrender predicted before the season started last year. Yeah, the, the Warriors, uh, Dave, have been absolutely terrific. I mean, you know, they're leading the league in net rating, best in defensive rating, second in offensive rating. And they're playing at a very fast pace, uh, sixth in the league. So, you know, it's interesting because... You know, they're a high turnover team, uh, and, you know, 29th in turnover rank, but they can afford to take chances, and they're playing with more possessions, and they've got that cohesion. Draymond Green makes such great decisions. Uh, Curry is, is unbelievably devastating to the opposition with or without the basketball because he attracts so much attention. And we've talked a lot about, you know, the guys that they've added. So whether it's uh, Bialica, for example, uh, who's been a really terrific addition. Otto Porter Jr., another one. Uh, Iguodala back, although he's been injured of late. Wiggins has been so solid drawing, you know, a tough defensive assignment on a nightly basis, still averaging 18 a night. Poole and Damian Lee. We could go on and on, but it's certainly uh, a real cohesive group and terrific. Uh, again, what one of the uh, most aesthetically pleasing teams in the league. It'll be interesting to see how they reacclimate Thompson, because I think it's going to take some time. You know, people are, are, are going to anticipate him coming back just as he left, but it's going to take a little bit of time for him to get acclimated, as it will for Wiseman as well. But for Steve Kerr and his staff, that's a terrific problem to have. All right, great stuff as always. Bill Horrenda, we'll talk to you again next week and talk some more National Basketball Association. My pleasure, Dave. Looking forward to it. There he goes on the Progressive Insurance Guest Line. The great Bill Horrenda with Dave Smith here at SportsMap Radio and SportsMapRadio.com.